Welcome to Death Becomes Her, the mini-cast where we spend five to ten minutes discussing death, dying, and grief from a variety of angles. I'm your host, Lyella Kelly. Good death was highly valued in the Victorian age. The ideal was to die at home, surrounded by family. For the dying, it was a time to give advice to family members, say goodbye, and die peacefully. For the living, it allowed them to grieve together as a community. Home funerals were the practice everywhere. They were a community affair. People joined together to care for the deceased and their family. Neighbor women and family washed, dressed, and laid out the body in the parlor. Side note, that is the origin of the phrase funeral parlor. It refers to the parlor where the dead had been laid out. While the body was being cared for, friends built the coffin or made the shroud for burial. Others dug the grave while still others prepared meals. Death belonged to the community. Fast forward to 1959. Psychologist Herman Feifel wrote about death taboo. The belief that death is so dangerous and so disturbing a subject that one should not only avoid contact with the dead, with the dying, and the recently bereaved, but also refrain from talking or even thinking about death. Our relationship with death and dying had changed. Advances in medical technology moved end-of-life care into hospitals with machines to offer life support. Death care was removed from the home and instead outsourced to funeral professionals. We became scared of the dying, the dead, and even of conversations surrounding death. Once again, a shift is occurring in death care. We are living in a time when some, like me, would call an exciting time for death. We have more opportunities than ever when it comes to caring for our dead. Not only do we have burial and cremation— In some places, aquamation, body composting, and natural burial are also available. Another choice that we have available is the home funeral. Home funerals are an option that allow families and communities to re-engage with death in a way similar to our Victorian ancestors. People are choosing to care for their loved ones without or with minimal assistance from funeral professionals. Bathing, cooling, dressing, shrouding, transportation, and burial can all be done by the family or loved ones as long as the arrangements have been well planned out. I'm going to walk you through a bit of the process. A heads up, I'm going to get pretty specific, so if this is something that you are uncomfortable with, you might just want to skip ahead. Also, legal requirements, they vary from state to state, so I'm going to be speaking in generalities. So in a home funeral, the deceased is either brought back to the home or allowed to remain in the home after death. Loved ones can spend time with the body while lovingly caring for it. Many find this to be a really peaceful time. Hands-on care of the body may feel like a way of honoring the person, like a final act of kindness to him or her. They can spend time bathing, combing the hair, shaving, cleaning, caring for the fingernails, or anything else that feels appropriate for their relationship. Um, They may even want to add a little bit of makeup. That can all be done by family and friends. The body can then be dressed and laid out for viewing. 
In order to slow decomposition, dry ice or cooling packs are placed around the body and that will keep it cool enough to slow decomposition. During the viewing period, the appearance of the body may change slightly as this body is not being involved. This is more of the natural process. So subtle changes such as increased paleness, some facial changes, and rigor mortis will occur. The amount of change, it largely depends on factors like conditions of the body prior to death, uh, what caused the death, whether or not the body was autopsied, and the temperature in the room where the body is being kept, or the environment. When the viewing has concluded, the body might be shrouded before being casketed and prepared for transport to either the place of burial or other means of disposition like a crematorium. Ultimately, the home funeral is an opportunity to reclaim death as a community, coming together as a group to create something beautiful, unique, and special. Funeral professionals can be very helpful in simplifying this process by providing transportation services and filling out necessary paperwork like death certificates. In some states, these tasks can be handled by the family, but other states do require the assistance of a funeral director. You can find specifics for your own state by consulting the Quick Guide to Home Funerals by State, which is found on the National Home Funeral Alliance website. Home funerals aren't for everyone, but they are an option, one of many, and it certainly doesn't hurt us to be educated about our options. On the contrary, as we think about our own relationship with death and become more comfortable with the topic, it gives us the freedom to plan ahead, benefiting ourselves and our loved ones. Knowing what we want and how we plan to get there provides us with a level of control. There was an article in Psychology Today that said, high perceived control is associated with better health, wealth, wisdom, life satisfaction, optimism, cognitive performance like better memory and the ability to pursue goals, and lower levels of depression and less functional limitations. Planning also eases the burden on others. A good plan serves as a roadmap for our loved ones, allowing them to act on our behalf with confidence and without guilt. Plans also reduce anxiety. Committing our intentions to writing frees up space in our own heads. So once we've documented our wishes, we can just check off that box and move forward. So I urge you to start thinking about your own relationship with death and dying. Make plans for the future. Have conversations. Learn about all your options. Help is available if you need it. Remember, talking about death won't kill you. I promise. Thank you for listening to the Death Becomes Her minicast. Connect with me, Lyella Kelly, at www.leavingwellmt.com. Special thanks to Roman Belove for our intro and outro music. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, talking about death won't kill you. I promise.